Jesus is testing his disciples today. They're about halfway through his ministry. He knew they would fail, but he was going to let them uh, uh, go across on the boat themselves. He wasn't being cruel to them. He was just testing them halfway through the ministry. He's kind of asking, what have you learned? How are you going to respond to this test and to this, um, the seas being a little uh, rough? So, to Jesus put his disciples on the boat to go home. He went out. He knew the dangers, but he knew God's providence was not going to let them die. But they were going to be scared to death, as he said. The man who had just fed 5,000, and that's where the uh, gospel takes over today. That was the context. They fed 5,000. And Lord knows how many other miracles they saw during this time. But he wants to know, what do you know about me? What have you learned? It's kind of what we are too. We have an advantage. We have the Holy Spirit from baptism. They did not. So they go out. Without their leader, what's a leader bring? A leader brings stability in their lives. And Jesus was not present during this storm on the sea. They were left to their own intelligence, their own cunning. They had some sailors there. They had fishermen there. Each of them were put to the test for themselves. Each one of them had their weaknesses exposed to themselves. It was a great learning moment for the disciples. When storms enter our lives, what are we going to do? It's going to show us our strengths and our weaknesses. That's what storms do. Look at the scene. The men were panicking. And who wouldn't? They have some seasoned sailors on board. But each was thinking about themselves and their own survival. How am I going to get through this? It wasn't communal at all. They were wondering, how am I going to live? Top it off then. Here they see this figure walking across the water. They were terrified, it said. They thought it was a ghost. They believed in ghosts. The first century they did. So it did terrify them. But then Jesus, of course, do not be afraid. He brings that out to them. We hear that from him a lot. Whenever the supernatural meets the natural, it's always do not be afraid from Jesus. In their panic, they've forgotten a lot of things that Jesus might have taught them. How to pray even, for that matter. In their panic, doesn't seem like anyone was crying out to the Lord. I think that's our natural reaction as people who believe in Jesus. If a little storm comes into our life and you, I can't handle this. Lord, help. I know I do that often. First thing I want to do is go to the Lord. There's nowhere else to turn when we have things come into our lives that we just cannot handle. It's a comforting thing. And that's what our baptism does. It has given us the Holy Spirit to be the first thing out of our mouth, mouth is help Jesus. Not according to the scripture here did any of the disciples say that in their panic. And then Peter steps to the forefront too. 
He said, Lord, if it is you, please command me to come to you on the water. That was a great act of faith. But he was finished before he started because he said, if, if it is you, Lord, and that means he's implying doubt. If it is you, Lord, command me to come. And he says, come, and Peter gets out of the boat, much to his credit. But then he takes a look around at what's going on. The winds, the waves, I can't do this. And he starts to sink. And then he finally says, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. Those should be the first words out of our mouth all the time. Lord, save me. We're all going to have tests, trials. That's what earthly life is all about. We have to have a faith that says, help me, Lord. Not after the uh, damage is done, but before the damage is done. Help me, Lord. Save me, Lord. That's what our church teaches us to do. That's what our baptism calls us to do. Calling on the name of the Lord before it's too late. And even if it's too late, we still need him. He's going to walk us by the hand through all of our storms, whether they be earthly trials or faith trials. We always call on the name of Jesus. Peter found that out about himself. They all did about themselves. And he stilled the sea. And he said, this is the Son of God. Well, they should have probably thought about that. Watching Jesus heal people, rise people from the dead. They had an advantage that we will never see. But we also have an advantage they never saw in the Holy Spirit guiding us. The successful saints knew there was no storm bigger than Jesus could handle. And that's a great thing. There's nothing in our lives that Jesus cannot handle. We have to do that from our faith. We have to bring our faith to the forefront. Always and everywhere, the first thing we do is call on the name of the Lord. That's what Jesus wants. He doesn't want us figuring out things on our own because sometimes they can't be figured out on our own. The trials Jesus left the disciples or saints go through always was training them to be a sign of his presence in the world. And that's what we are. We're a sign of his presence in the world. Any trial will train us to be that presence in the same way. We're a sign of God's presence in the world. Never forget that. It's not me. It's we, together, the church. We do that. We are a sign of God's presence, a community of presence.